Hello, this is Lee, and I'm doing the final session on community today. On Monday, we answered the question, why is community important? And we saw it's important because it is of eternal value. On Tuesday, we answered the question, why is it so hard? And we saw that it is so hard because we really struggle with commitment and that it costs us much, but that we gain so much as we lay our lives down for one another. And today, we're going to be answering the question, what does community look like in my life? When I thought about this question, the first thing that came to mind was my group of four. And a group of four or a group of three, whichever size works for you, is really as simple as its name suggests. There are four of us, Jane, Ali, Lara and myself, who have been meeting for about five years now. We committed to this group. We decided together that we would prioritize this group of four, that we would come together. We meet about once a month, normally in the evenings when the husbands stay at home to look after our kids. We come together, we have a cup of tea and we use this time together to share our lives. We check in, we tell each other how we're doing, we share where we are struggling, we um, ask for prayer in certain areas, we tell each other what God has been challenging us in and the beauty of this group is that it's four of us who love Jesus, who have a relationship with God and who want to see godliness in one another. We want to point one another towards Christ and so in this group I have experienced amazing love just through the the words of encouragement that I've received, the prayers that I've received, just the fact that I know these women are for me and that they long to see me grow in Christ-likeness. And so I don't know if you've ever tried to do something on your own, if you've ever tried to form a habit like losing weight or, or, or um, you'd like to get better at running, when you go out and do it on your own, it's really, really hard. No matter how committed you are, the odds are against you. But if you join a group, if you join a Weight Watchers or if you find a running partner, it's so much easier. And for me, it's the same with following Jesus. If I try and do it on my own, it's just really hard and it's easy to fall away. But when we come together and we do it as a group, we seem to just progress better. There's that authentic, accountable relationship and... I have grown so much through this group of four. And so I really encourage you to think of people in your life that you could maybe join with. Maybe there are three of you or four of you, doesn't really matter. But people that you trust, that you respect, people that you know love Jesus and would want to see you grow in Christ-likeness. And approach them and ask them if they'd like to join a group of three or a group of four with you. And then commit to one another and make it a priority in your lives. Um, scripture re reveals that teaming together tightly is so important. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, it says, where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. In Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 to 11, it says, two is better than one. If one falls down, the other can pick them up. A cord of three is not easily broken. And in Deuteronomy 32, verse 30, it says, one man chases a thousand, but two can put 10,000 to flight. There is power in us coming together and, and in these smaller groups where we can have 
of deep fellowship with one another where we can really share our lives and be authentic and be real and be vulnerable and carry one another through life's ups and downs. And so that is an area of my life that has been such a gift to me um, and, and just has really provided me with that authentic Christian community that we long for. Another way that I've experienced community in my life is by joining a life group. Paul and I started life group at the beginning of this year. There are five families that are part of this life group. And for me, on a Wednesday night, we're meeting virtually, obviously. When I see everyone logging on on a Wednesday night, I am filled with such joy because I know the cost that it, that it took or the commitment that it took for each of those couples to come onto the screen. All of us have young kids and we experience the fatigue of the seven o'clock end of the day. Thank goodness the kids are going to bed now and it is such a push. And then to see their faces there is, is a real joy to me because I know that they're probably very tired. And so I feel so loved and so prioritized and I love to hear what they have to say. And we check in with one another and we again, we keep one another accountable. We message each other, we phone each other. We share what our um, prayer needs are and we really carry one another in that life group. And so that has been such a gift and a blessing in my life as well. Another way that I experience community is through the dropping off of goodies or gifts, especially in this time of coronavirus where we can't host people and be in one another's homes. Paul and I have just felt so loved by our community. And so, yeah, just some stories from this lockdown time. Our neighbor, Natasha, we've sort of met downstairs and, and talked to one another over the wall. And she always brings our kids sweets and chocolates. Um, we've had a drop off from people in our life group of donuts. Another couple in our church also dropped off a bag full of mini pecan pies and milk tarts and chocolates for the kids. It, every time I've had a baby, our community has brought around meals for weeks after the birth just so that I don't have to worry about cooking. Um, and also when I broke my leg two years ago, we had people bringing us meals for three weeks after that. And so Paul and I and our kids have been so blessed by people dropping off goodies. And we too have been part of that. We've um, taken many people meals, um, people who are sick, people who have just had kids. We've also dropped off different gifts at different times. And that is one way that we can just love each other and bless each other in this time. Another way that I've experienced community is being open to the Holy Spirit, asking God if he has someone that I need to pray for and just, yeah, waiting for God to maybe put someone on my mind. I then pray for that person and I ask God if he has any special scriptures or words of encouragement that I can share with that person. And that's just been one way that I can encourage and build up other people in our community and it's been such a blessing for me as well to do that. And then the final thing I'd say around this topic of community, something that I've learned is that it's up to me to make the first move. I think we often feel lonely and maybe feel sorry for ourselves and wish that someone would move towards us or message us. But if we all sat around doing that, community wouldn't be possible. Someone has to take initiative. And so if you're feeling that way today, let me invite you to make the first move, to think of someone in your life that you can message or phone or move towards um, and just to do it. 
um, that would be my encouragement. And so we've come to the end and I'd like to leave you with this thought that as we spend more time with God and as we focus on our relationship with him, we will discover that our relationships with our brothers and sisters will grow too. That as we experience our father's love, we will have greater love for our brothers and sisters. And that as we experience God's forgiveness for our sins, we will find it easier to forgive. That as we experience his generosity towards us, we will be more generous. And so let us be a community shaped by God's immense love for us. Let us be those who lay down our lives for one another as Christ did for us.